Thank you, son. Appreciate that. <laughs> I told him to do that before I came. 20 bucks cost me 20 bucks. <laughs> well, good morning. We're in for a treat this morning. You know, I would, I could go on with all the things that Don Potter has done for quite some time, and you'll just have to look them up online, but this is what I want to say. Uh, we're about to hear from a man who loves the Lord, who pursues God with all his heart. He's a friend of this house, and the most important thing, he's number one on my playlist. So let's give a big hand for Don Potter as he comes and shares God's Word. Quite a day so far. Oh, well. Let's see if I can get wired up here. I have my blue guitar with me, which is um, in a thun Sons of Thunder dream or vision that an acoustic electric cross guitar was seen sitting on the stage, and it was the sign of the beginning of the great harvest. Isn't that interesting? I'm not the sign of the great harvest, <laughs> but the blue guitar is. I put my blue guitar in the closet when that dream vision came out. I was afraid somebody would think I was trying to align myself, but you know how that is. <clears throat> no, you don't. You don't know what that's. <laughs> if anyone has a blue guitar in their closet, you know it's time to get it out. Never mind, it wasn't very important. crowds he went on the mountain and sat down his disciples came to him and he opened his mouth and he taught them saying blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom God. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted, comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Do you believe that? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Anyone need mercy? Anyone 
righteousness For the kingdom of heaven is there Blessed are you when others revile you, persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you on my account. I never liked those scriptures when I read them. I wondered if that might change in our time. Since we are free to say whatever we please, I wonder if God might have been mistaken. But blessed are those who are persecuted. Blessed are those who wonder why. For the kingdom of heaven's been granted to Rejoice, be glad in your reward, for it is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets before you. Are you looking for your reward here on the earth when it's been stored up in the heaven? Doesn't look very rewarding to be persecuted, but, oh God, I'm willing to try it. <laughs> Have no fear, it's happening anyway on the earth, on this place, on the ways. People are being slain as we for loving the Lord Jesus on this world. May you, O oh God, be glorified, and may the treasure you've laid up in their lives. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, it shall be out, thrown under feet. Funny scriptures, aren't they? Anybody know those words? Of course, we call them the Beatitudes. They're quite attitude-y. Um, it's funny, they call them beatitudes, don't you think? <clears throat> be blessed attitudes? I don't think that's an attitude. I think those were like eat up with warnings and things like that, don't you think? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You're going to get all of that. Um, 
Anyway, I've been bumbling around all morning trying to find out what God was up to. Uh, I thought I had it all planned out. It was quite nice. It was a good plan. Um, but in God's unlikely manner, uh, he keeps changing things. Uh, and this is probably a practice for us all. In case you haven't been around that kind of practice, it's time to get practiced up on having your stuff changed when you least expect it. Anybody? Because that's really coming on very strong these days. Um, and the reasons are plentiful, to say the least. One of the biggest reasons is he's tired of you doing everything traditionally. Now, the reasons for that is because the devil is mean, but he is not fast. And when you become unpredictable in how you do things, you no longer create a tradition. That makes sense? He waits for our tradition. I always do this. I always do that. I always do something. So in the middle of my always doing something, the enemy has got someone posted there waiting for me because I always do this all the time. So we always have worship like this. We always do stuff. So I try to do, be as unpredictable as possible. And the moment I do something unpredictable or what might be called spontaneous, uh, then the enemy is lost. And again, he's not fast. He's just mean. He can't catch you. Once you start moving towards the, what is we call spontaneous. Anybody have a, a problem with spontaneity in their lives? They move pretty freely. Yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> so nobody moves freely, right? You're all just sort of tense and have no... There's no I have no intentions of moving freely, you crazy. So what we have in us is this kind of stiff thing. Uh, Jesus was right by calling us stiff necks and that kind of stuff. Um, because we don't see things from uh, a... I use the word confident, a confident perspective. We talked about that earlier. But what happens in us is that once I realize I, who I am in the Lord, which is what we were just singing in that song, um, we're still trying to figure out who we are. Anyone here have got figured out who they are completely, and it's all perfect right now? Hmm. I was going to have you teach us all what that looks like. Because we are uh, endlessly struggling to find out what we're doing and who we are, um, we may not be we may not be aware of how much this is costing us to not walk in who you're meant to be. Now, we all could come up with something you're meant to be because I could see on someone else, hey, I see this, that's great, and you're meant to be that. Why? That's because I saw it, that's why. And what has a tendency to happen to us is that we get confused believing because I saw it on you, that must be what you are, and it might not be that at all. How many know that the anointing of the Lord is generally for something you don't do well at all? So that he can be always endlessly in need. We need God because I'm trying to do what he told me to do and I'm really terrible at it. But that making sense, that proves God has to be involved. Um, I always thought that the Lord would say to me, I've anointed you to play the guitar, my son, and mesmerize the world. Uh, and, but he didn't. He didn't make me for that. He made me to commune was the correct uh, interpretation of the word when I finally got it. Uh, and the word was to commune with God, that with which I do not like to do. Wait around long hours waiting for God. Anybody love to do that? 
Not many of us love to do that because we are not, in general, patient people. We have, we have busyness, we have things to do in our lives. Anyone here busy at all? Got that in your life? I won't tell you what busyness actually means because it's too insulting. But it's akin to sin, so you're going to... But in, in us, as we are, we're incredibly busy, we don't find time to wait. So God said, I, you can play the guitar while you're waiting. <clears throat> I like to play the guitar, so that's not a problem. So waiting now is playing the guitar. We would all say, that can't be true. It's supposed to be miserable while you're waiting on God, correct? You're supposed to just have a horrible time, and that proves you really waited on God. Is that what you think? Is that what we think? It's kind of what we, we have a tendency to feel like, unless this is horribly boring. It's like eating health food. Health food tastes horrible. Correct? Stuff that's bad for me tastes great. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that how we see it? You know, why, could, why is health food just wretched? My wife is always coming home with something that, you know, the dog turns down. And... <laughs> And she's never failing to do that. We should eat as much of this as you can eat. I can eat none of that. What are you talking about? You know, and so whether it's maybe my taste buds have been trained for bad food, which tastes good, or she's it trained for good food that tastes bad, I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Uh, I'm, I'm always lost in that idea that what is this supposed to mean? Why is being with God such a drag? Anybody? I, God's not a drag. I mean, you got to figure that out. If you haven't figured that out, you got to know that by now. He's not boring. I asked him that one time when we were in a small church that I led worship in for 900 years. Uh, and um, the, um, he, I was looking at the kids. They were just twitching and bored. You know, they wanted to get out of there, which is not an unusual thing for kids to want to do in church. So I asked the Lord, Oh God, why don't the children want to worship you and be around you? Why are they bored in the church? He said, they're not bored with me, he said. <laughs> I went, eh, 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 eh. And he said, they're bored with you, buddy. <laughs> they really are. And I knew that there was something I had to get face some things about what it meant to move into the spirit with God. So I tried some experiments. The elders had a heart attack. They, yeah, they just, they hated it, but we needed to get through it. So they, um, uh, I, we were doing a kind of a um, retreat, you know, with all the kids and families and, and being the worship leader at the church, they asked if I'd come lead worship. And I'm, all I can think of is all I'm going to do is lead the boring songs that these kids don't like anyways, and so on and so forth. And I'm back where I started. So I just said to the kids, do whatever you want to. You want to freak out? You want to run up and jump on the stage? Do it. I don't care. Just work at not being bored. We're going to try our best. I apologize to them for how boring we are. And, you know, they all looked at each other with this funny look on their faces. And <clears throat> finally they did, went nuts. They went absolutely crazy. Ran around the building and stuff and had a big time and just ah, 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 ignored the very deeply involved with praise elders, and the kids had a great time. 
So I said, I asked them if they would bring that to church. Would you come to church on Sunday doing that? And of course, yeah, sure, we don't care, you know, and they love to do it. And I asked the leaders and the parents, please don't freak out if your kids start doing uncontrollable things. Now, I know that that is, I'm not promoting uncontrollable stuff from your children. Uh, what it is, is we needed a serious break from it. We came from, the church was, an, uh, was a Church of Christ church at one time. Just to have instruments in the building was, you know, was akin to going to hell. So, and there is, you know, their, their doctrine doesn't have any of that. So these, the people were trying to get free from, uh, but that's not the only doctrine they were trying to get free from. So they really did need a break. And the kids did go absolutely ballistic in the church, jumping on the stage, jumping off the stage, running up and down the aisles and stuff. And we're, ha, hallelujah, we love the kids going nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the parents were just absolutely beside themselves. And, and the elders were looking at me like, you are so fired, it isn't funny. And, but finally, this elderly lady who had been in the church forever and ever, and she came forward and just said, I want to thank this church for allowing the freedom for these young people to come forward. And she said, I have not felt this much joy in my heart in a long, long time. And it was the joy of the Lord that was my strength, not the joy of the Lord singing the songs that I think he's going to like or that I'm trying to coerce him into liking me. You see what I'm saying? How much of what we do is a coercement to the Lord to get him to do something for us versus I'm just here enjoying myself in your presence, dear God. Does anybody know what that's about? The reason for this it's because there's an awesome war coming, and we're going to need to figure out how to walk in joy. Not what we call happiness, but joy. Happiness means things going, everything's going well for me. No problems. Nobody's condemning me. Nobody's talking bad about me. I'm good everywhere I go. Thank you very much. Has anybody had that happen to you at all? You've had those? Things I remember, you know, you haven't probably. The first time I spoke a kind of a challenging word, I guess, and got a lot of rejection. I got a lot of rejection for it. Uh, I was having a hard time with it, and I could explain the whole thing and, and defend myself, and it would be useless. But... I was, I was really hurt that the people, this guy's trying to change the word of God, you know, because I would use things like the ancient roots, translinear Bible, you know, use those just to throw them into the picture. doesn't mean the King James is now nullified. It just means, you know what I mean. We're trying not to, and I was trying my best to not to offend. How many know that when you try really hard not to offend, you really offend a lot then? It's when you're avoiding something that makes it sound really horrible. How'd you like my song? Well, um, it was, and immediately they're assuming you hated it because you haven't spoken reality, you haven't spoken truth. Am I making, I hope I'm making sense. I mean to, it just doesn't always happen that way. Um, but the thing 
that I feel like it needs to get brought out and maybe not so much to the 10 o'clock crowd or the 11 or whatever the eyes are um, is the proof of the confidence that you should be walking in on a daily basis. Anybody need that kind of proof in their life? Does anybody feel that way? I mean, I've asked this question in, in a, a couple of churches. It doesn't get a great response in places, but the question is simply, how many feel loved by God? Actually feel it. See, that's, a, that's an awesome number of people to, to, to admit to that. Uh, there's not very many churches that are like that. I'm not trying to single you out. Oh, boy, you're so special. You are, but that's not because of the church. It's because of the king of the kings that's in you that makes this place special. Any place God likes to be, and for some reason he likes to be here, uh, it is, you know, it's just that's the way it is. You could, you could try to figure out why he likes to be here. I wouldn't suggest doing that because um, you'll spend the rest of your life trying to work it out and you'll never get the answer. Um, but the reality of it is that is slimming down across the country. Uh, there's very, very few people who actually feel the love of God in their lives. And that may not seem possible. He loves me. I know we know he loves us. But in me do I feel love. My wife can say I love you and I can feel it. Anyone else? And, my, and it changes how I am as a person because I feel it. I, I feel it. And then she doesn't even have to say it. I can feel it because I've heard it from her and I sense it. Anyone else? And then I'm hoping that I am that good with her by saying it back. Now, we were talking the other night and got ourselves into a an, a tizzy, which we often do, but uh, we have a we have a preaching contest every morning at the house, and uh, she has a room up on the third floor, and I have a little cubby hole I stick my head in and and just study. I can't be looking at a beautiful view and study the Lord, the Scriptures. It's too much for me. The view is too beautiful. I can't be hearing music. I have to get in a hole, cubby hole, and look at that book and just go there and stay there. And I'm good with that. I'm, I'm, it works for me. I'm in my little hole here. You know, and, and, it's, and the Lord talks in that little hole, so I'm happy to be in there. Um, but we'll come back together uh, sometime later, and she will have the same thing I got from the Lord, but she'll have gotten it from a completely different place in Scripture and a completely different way, and she will preach it, and I will preach it, and we preach each other down. And, uh, and I'm louder. This is what the Lord really means this morning. <laughs> but the fact is that God would talk to you every single day. That he would say something to both you and your wife. And he's, he bases that on, I feel his love for me, therefore he's talking to me. I'm making sense. Now, I know this all, well, this feels really special. He's a special person. Actually, no, that's not even close to reality. God is a special God, uh, and that, which makes me a special person as a result of that. 
Uh, but what is really starting to come is he wants to broaden this relationship to a whole lot more people than are willing to have it now. Is that like registering, making sense, and things like that? It did with me for a while, but... But then we have this other thing, because we do also have an enemy who wants to bring into your life a small, small distraction, just the small things that have a tendency to misguide just for a little while until I get into <clears throat> my own cynicism. Anyone? I have a cynicism about eh, the world, like politics. You know, it's a real, when you get my age, you just grumble about the government 24-7. And... Um, it's just normal life when you get older. Um, because you're not doing anything else, you might as well just moan a while. And, and what happens until the Lord begins to overcome you, overshadows the correct word with his presence, you will get stuck in grumbling forever. Uh, and so usually right after I've had a strong time in God, and he's really been there with me, and that I'll go into the kitchen to get a cup of coffee, and the enemy shows up. Anyone have it that happen that way? And he freaks out. He knocks the coffee pot on the floor, and he gets the dog freaking out and decides to do something other than pleasantries in the kitchen beside the coffee pot. And, and suddenly, it's that kind of day. Does anyone have those days at all? Have those things happen to you? Those are attacks from the miserable one. Uh, the, I love the ancient roots. Calls, it doesn't call him the devil. It calls him the rotting one. I like that phrase, yes. Who talked to you? Oh, the rotting one spoke with me today, you know. And so what's coming on in, in, our, in our existence is this shift is on us now, but most of us are afraid of making it. Making sense? We, you know, we all like God. We all think he's cool, but uh, are we there feeling that love and feeling that deep, deep love? Again, you guys are... are that's not your gig. You're, you're wonderful in every way. And so, you know what I mean. <laughs> I haven't played this guitar in a while, so let's check it out. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Air of salvation, purchase of God. Born of the Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. Oh 
this is, what a good idea this is. Perfect submission. Perfect All the day 
good Lord. <laughs> what a king, what a king. Songs and songs and songs and songs. I was going to get into some very interesting, weird stuff. But, um, there's something in these hymns and the greatness of what they sound like. Do you, do you know what I mean? Um, 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 and sings, my soul, my Savior, God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Isn't that great? What is God thinking? He must be thrilled with us, I think. And as I hear these things, I loved these things. What a fellowship, what a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Isn't that great? What a blessedness, what a peace of mind. Leaning on the everlasting Safe and secure from all alarm. Oh, well, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arm. I like this verse. What have I to dread? <laughs> What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arm. Oh, how bright the path, yes, Lord, leads from day to day. I'm just leaning on the everlasting arm. Safe and secure from all alarms, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in that pilgrim way leaning on the everlasting arms oh how bright the path that grows from day to day leaning on the everlasting arms leaning 
Might be a good idea to start singing round the house Though the kids may think you're crazy, that's not new Time to start singing grace, start singing the mercy of the God of life He sings it over you, he shouts it over your life And as the Lord dances on the hills around the city Don't you know we should be lifting our voices each time We see that grace upon your life, we see that mercy pouring out at night when your sickness is greater than your fear Lift your voice one more time and say How great are you God, how great are you today Doesn't matter where I am, you're still the one who is the life inside me Awake people, arise to the hour you're in It's not just your work, it's the kingdom you're living in God of light is shining through this hour God let us hear Let us hear you again. church so I didn't know the hymns so they were all new songs to me and so only the ones that I thought well that's a great song but I'm amazed how many of them I just heard and said oh that's a great song never realizing it was so his had so much history in the church and I lost myself and oftentimes um, thinking I understood things that I didn't <laughs> but I loved things, uh, just hearing them for the first time was so exciting. Hmm. I come to the garden While the dew is still on the roses
voice I hear The Son of God discloses and he walks with me he talks with me he tells me joy we share as I tarry there none other has ever known. he speaks and the sound of his voice It's so sweet The birds hush their singing The melody That he gave to me Within my heart Is And he walks with me And he talks with me And he tells me I am his own And the joy we share as we tell None other I'd stay in the garden with him Though the night around me is falling But he bids me go through the voice of woe voice to me is still calling and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me people one more time.
wilderness waiting in your garden, Lord, as you call upon us one more time. In the heat of these days, walk in the cool of the evening for us, Jesus, that we might shout out your name, give glory to it, and we tarry with you, King of kings. Make this time now, make this time now, make this time now, make this time now in your spirit, Lord. Let it be the grace that we only hope for. Let it be the face we've always longed And he walks with me, talks with me, tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tell. None other has ever known. None other has ever Call this church into a garden place with your Savior. And I call you to a deep abiding fellowship. And I call the hunger for his word to permeate your spirit. Until none of you can stand unless you're crying out, Jesus on this land. more to what you see than what we've known before. No, there's a thunder under the earth that's crying out through these doors. And in this little church east of Charlotte's gateway to the love, keep your hearts open for the movement of God is moving by those who know the kingdom is coming whether we are ready or not the God of life the God of all is calling to take a walk May the mercy and the grace of God that is more than we can possibly understand be upon you. It already is. 
but may the weight not break your neck or break your back. God is light and his burden is easy. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Don't become burdened by the anointing that's coming. Just become full of the joy of the Lord for it. Let the grace of God in your warfare is beginning and you see it and you're beginning to awaken to it and it's coming through your hearts and through your music and through your prayers and through your intercession and it will break down barriers and the breaker anointing that's coming will accomplish everything God has intended it to. It cannot be stopped at this point. It cannot be stopped. And I don't think it can be missed either. So I bless you with it and I thank you for it. And I thank you, God, that you are my God and our Lord and you will never stop being those wonderful things to us. I guess gratitude would be just too short. So we give our lives to you, Lord, the only thing we have left completely. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Master, we pray. Amen. Amen. Good to see you guys.